Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So this week, we will be talking about a movie I just happened to choose to watch, um, because folks have been recommending it, and the movie in question is The Brotherhood of Satan. But before we get into that, I'm just going to go over some other things that I've watched since the last episode, which was about Chucky. Um, so I haven't really watched too much, um, but I am hopefully getting back into the swing of things. I'm not sure. I watched Gwendolyn, or um, sometimes called like The Perils of Gwendolyn, um, because I think I'd seen it for sale and thought the cover was like, oh, that's intriguing. I, I want to know more about this Gwendolyn movie, this sexy Indiana Jones film. And it is pretty good in that if you're just looking for a sexy film, or uh, not like, if you're looking for a film with a lot of sexiness, but it is not porn or even softcore content, it is all right. It's not a good movie overall, I would say not at all. But the, oh my gosh, the protagonist is so attractive. Um, the like pseudo Indiana Jones type guy. Um, very attractive. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the, the main women, but yeah. And then I watched Lucy and Desi, which was a recent uh, doc that came out. It was all right. I don't think it was amazing, but it's not bad. And of course, you know, as a fan of Lucille Ball or I Love Lucy itself, I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I watch this? It was okay. After that, I watched Turning Red, a recent movie, and I thought that was fun. Fun Pixar release. I appreciated it as, you know... Something about related to childhood, which in teenage dumb, similar to the time frame when I was a teenager. Um, some similar types of experiences there, though, of course, many experiences I didn't have. But still, I like that. I thought it was fun. Not the best, but fun. And then I also, of course, I watched The Brotherhood of Satan. And then after that, I watched The Day After Tomorrow. Um, Emmerich film. I actually really didn't care for The Day After Tomorrow. I found it so boring. I don't know why, you know, I, look, I know a lot of disaster films, or most of them, are pretty trite and silly, and you really have to suspend your disbelief. I am fine with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I can do that and watch disaster films all day. But something about the day after tomorrow, really, just, I was so bored. I don't know what that was. Maybe there wasn't enough drama going on. I still do want to watch 2012, though. So, um, maybe I'll do that soon. I guess I'll find out. So yes, let us get back to The Brotherhood of Satan from 1971. There are things in heaven and on earth beyond the comprehension of man. Call them what you will. The occult. Witchcraft. Satan! Devil worship. Rise and come in, child. Enter for yet another lifetime to the Brotherhood of Satan. Oh, my God. 
some power, something, has prevented anybody from getting in or out of Hillsborough for the last three days. 26 people slaughtered in a little over 72 hours. Six families wiped out. All those kids missing. A story of contemporary family witchcraft in California. Witches. Black artisans, celebrants of the Black Mass. Each missing child was in a specific age group from six to nine. Come in, children. sacrifice, the unholy ritual. It's all here, as a coven of witches holds a California town in the grip of terror. Satan, help us! So, the brother of Satan stars a handful of folks, but you could consider kind of some of the main characters a family, a man named Ben, his girlfriend Nikki, and KT, a child, which they are both raising. But the very start of this movie starts off in a way that I thought was pretty confusing, <laughs> in a sense, but also interesting. And this is basically that you see a kid playing with a tank or a little toy tank, basically. But then you hear people screaming and like you see real cars getting crushed. And so it's like, is this a kid fantasizing or like, is it actually a real tank? But for some reason, it looks like a toy tank because it's just very bad, cheap effects. Like what is going on? Um, but it does appear that that toy tank did do real life destruction and people really died and were crushed in that car. Because we see the family that I was talking about, they're just having a nice day out, you know, hanging out, lounging, picnicking, but it suddenly starts raining. So they have to pack up and leave. And when they do drive away, they happen to spot the tank destruction and they're like, oh no, they're terrified because people are dead. So they run to the nearest town and try to contact the sheriff to say, hey, people are like dead. This was a huge, scary accident. We don't understand it at all, but you need to come and check this out. But then all the townsfolk are like weird. They're all like, help is here and start like ambushing all the folks, like coming up really close to them and like totally surrounding them. And then someone with like comes with an ax and it's like, you killed him or whatever. So the family, like, runs away. Like, we have no idea what's going on here, but everyone in this town is nuts, basically. And we as a viewer are with them. We have no idea what is going on in this weird town at all. But while they're driving away in fear, they are forced back because, of course, there's, like, a, a girl on the road, and they swerve to avoid this girl and crash the car. They don't know where the nearest town is aside from this crazy town. So they have to go back. 
And that's kind of where things really start to kick off is when you learn more about the town and why the townsfolk are so strange. Which is basically, it seems that there is a satanic cult in this town full of old people and um, they are sacrificing people or doing something with that to that effect. Because we see a scene with some other family we've never seen before where a girl goes to bed and then her doll comes to life while she's asleep and kills both her parents. It's not, it's very explicit in the sense that you know exactly, yes, the doll is doing this, but you don't see like much gore. And you also don't know exactly, is the girl forcing this to happen? Is someone else controlling the doll? Is this the girl possession as a doll? Like what's happening? You still don't really know. But our unfortunate family, the husband Ben, he happens to run across these freshly killed parents. Um, And then after this, he gets to see the town's, like, area where they're just keeping all the dead bodies of all the adults. I don't know. (laughs) But it's uh, interesting, to say the least. We get to kind of have flashbacks between what's going on with the family and the townsfolk and what's going on with the church, the cult, the satanic church. Um, Like, for example, there is one of the senior citizens, and it seems like she's in trouble. Like, she does not have full allegiance to Satan or whoever. And that's where we kind of see, oh, you know, there were children being kidnapped, parents being killed, and the kidnapped children are in this cult. And it seems like the children will either sustain the old people like as life source or that the old people are going to take control of these child vessels to like live again, basically. I'm not sure at this point, but we get to see at least one of the citizens, one of the senior citizens, that because of her unfaithfulness or whatever to Satan, that she does no longer she no longer has a vessel. There is no child there for her. She freaks out, as she should. But yeah, so we have like the family is in the sheriff's station because they're very scared. And I believe they also so they are trusted by the sheriff to be given a car and like go seek assistance. But the car gets a flat tire and what happens but their child KT runs off. It's unclear what causes the children to run off if they are being called by the satanic cult, if they are being controlled directly by the satanic cult, if the children want to be in the cult. Like, I don't know why, but they all do just run off and make their way there. We get to see KT arrive, and there's a birthday party, a, like, evil birthday party for her. So that's like a black um, cake. It's fun. It's her eighth birthday. But yeah, the folks realize that the children being taken are like the same number of people in the cult. So they know there's one more child after KT. And they like do a stakeout on the boy, the only like remaining boy child's house. But they all suck. So the child runs away and the dad gets killed by like a horseman. Uh, Priest who was there saw this beheading of the father and basically loses his mind 
makes sense. But yes. After this, we get to know that their ritual is occurring. And it's like, as part of the ritual, all of these senior citizens are like stabbed by these people in black cloaks. And I assume that's part of the ritual that they are meant to die to live again as the children. And at the end of this ritual, we see the children starting to like awaken. They're standing on top of pedestals and they were just like totally blank faced and still, but they like are very vaguely starting to move after this point, which suggests the ritual was successful. But after this point, um, the folks in the town, the, you know, the family, the sheriff, they finally come upon the, the coven's place and it doesn't look anything like what we've been seeing which was like some sort of evil church. Instead, it just kind of looks like a big empty like barn. And the children are there and it looks like, you know, they're just playing. And that's, yeah, that's what it looks like to them. So, and then the movie ends. So my thoughts on this movie are, you know, I've actually got a lot of questions, which is fun because I don't always have a lot of questions at the end of a horror type film. But in this case, I want to know, like, so I'm assuming the most logical conclusion is that the children were part of the ritual, the ritual succeeded, and the children are now possessed by the spirits of the senior citizens that were in the cult. That make the most sense to me. And though in this case, none of the parents would realize that this is the case, at least not in any clear way. Uh, they might recognize that something is wrong with their child. The child's not behaving normally. But I'm not sure. The other conclusion I reached was what if the ritual was not real, the cult was not real, the children were all just playing a very strange game together. Um, but and that but the thing about that is there has to be magic involved because how on earth were all those parents being killed by toys, you know? It would make no sense. The cult has to be real. The magic has to be real. So my first idea is probably the obvious one, but I was curious if there were other interpretations. Um, something I find so interesting about this movie was I was considering watching this or Beware Children at Play. I don't know anything about Beware Children at Play except that there are children <laughs> in it. Um, and that's just because of the title. Similar to Children of the Corn, I know there are children in that film. But... The funny thing about this is like when I started watching this movie, I was almost because it starts with like the kid and the toy um, tank and people dying for real. And I was like, oh, did I accidentally start watching Beware Children at Play? Because doesn't that name fit perfectly with this movie? It's basically, you know, children are playing. Our toys are coming to life and killing. Um, so that name like fits perfectly. But then I saw, you know, the intro to the title screen. I was like, okay, 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 this is Brotherhood of Satan. But, and I get why that is the title, because there is a cult of Satanists. But either title would work. I'm very curious now what Beware Children at Play is actually about. If it happens to be about killer toys, my mind will be blown, but it's probably not. It's probably just about plain old murderous children. I don't know. Anyway, I did think that was funny how it was like, somehow I watched this movie and it could have totally been called and that other title and it would have fit like so well perhaps it would have even fit better than brotherhood of satan yeah I, i'm not sure anyway i thought it was funny 
I don't know if I would recommend this movie. Um, I think I heard it recommended on Just the Discs podcast with Brian Sauer. I'm not sure. Um, and they seem to like it and like another host liked it as well. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was something else. It could have also been, um, what is that other podcast I listen to about, uh, movies, uh, from Cinema Do Meep. What is it called? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Well, there is another podcast I listen to and I'm curious if it was maybe there instead. Either way, people were, were talking about this film and I think there are interesting parts about it. Uh, but I don't think I really love it. It was just kind of all right. Would I recommend it for general folks? No. I might recommend it if you like killer toy movies, except that the killer toy stuff is really minimal, honestly. There's only like a couple killer toy moments, and it's really not the focus of the film, although it is, you know, a plot point. So I'm not sure, but... It is an intriguing watch. It definitely was not bad. I was not bored watching. You know, I was intrigued and curious. So those are always good things. But yeah. So that is The Brotherhood of Satan. And um, I don't know what I'll be watching next. But I am kind of getting back in that horror mood again. So hopefully there will be many more great horror movies in my near future. But for now, that's all for this week. So we'll be back in two weeks with another episode.